Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching, tapping into our best life. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Cassida for Talk and Pray, and it took me a while to settle into myself. Do you know the feeling? Capable, ambitious, but wanting more? More impact, more success, more satisfaction? Me too. I've been a mompreneur and now maturepreneur. How do you like that term? (laughs) And I have a lifetime of experience, work, family, love, and loss that, combined with the truth of Scripture, have taught me valuable lessons. I have a passion to share that wisdom with women of faith who want more. Welcome to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. New Goals and a Mastermind Did you have big goals this year? Whether your goals were for business, for health, for your spiritual life, for relationships, I'm sure there were things you wanted to do better and areas of life you wanted to improve or to see progress in this year. I set about 25 different goals early in January, (laughs) and my stats for them are pretty interesting. Some would say right off the bat that 25 is too many goals, but the coaching program I was in recommended putting them all down with the understanding that some would prove to be serious, some I might make progress on, and still others would turn out to be fake goals, something maybe I thought I ought to do, but it wasn't really a high priority on my list. And sure enough, that's how it turned out for me. Of the 25, seven goals were absolute wins. I accomplished what I set out to do and more. One of those was to start this podcast, and now we're up to episode 17, which means over four months of consistent content, which I pray has been as beneficial to you as preparing them has been to me. It's my favorite accomplishment of the year. Another was to walk 1,100 miles this year. As of today, I have walked just shy of 1,000 miles with another seven weeks to go to get to 1,100. So that one will be a win too. I've also reached my goal of reading 40 books, and I'll probably end up closer to 50 books by December 31st. Another definite win. Seven of my goals were fakers. (laughs) Uh, Reach this sales milestone or earn a particular accolade. I just didn't care enough to do them. Three of my goals were not fakers, but I didn't finish them. I did make progress, though, so I can be proud of moving in the right direction in those areas. I lost a few pounds, and I wrote four chapters on my book, and I didn't read the Bible through this year, but I did get all the way through Leviticus. That in itself is a tiny win, (laughs) and these will be things I'll continue to work on. Eight goals were fails. Lots of reasons. Some were too big. Some were unquantifiable. Some just didn't get the attention they needed. A health goal was to train myself to sleep seven to eight hours each night. Nope. It's already after midnight as I record this, so no progress on that one. Another was to save a certain amount of money. Didn't happen. All of these failures were things I wanted to do, but for whatever reason, I didn't get anywhere with them. Either the timing wasn't right, or there were skills I needed to develop, or I didn't break them down into smaller goals that would give me wins and encouragement to continue. 
I don't know about you, but I'm already looking at goals for the coming new year. I'm taking a totally different approach to my goal setting this time. My Sunday school class has been studying the book of James, and while I'd read it many times before, the end of chapter 4 struck me differently this time. Listen to what James 4 says in verses 13 through 15. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. It occurred to me that in my years in business and in pursuit of all kinds of goals, I've never once asked if it was the Lord's will. I just assumed that He wants what I want. (laughs) Making money for my family is a good thing, right? Surely getting healthy is an act of worship. He must want that for me. And I've always given Him glory when I achieved things. So absolutely, He wants the same kind of success that I want, right? In verse 16, James calls that attitude arrogant and evil. Wow. So for the last several weeks, I've been praying and preparing to see what goal setting from God's perspective looks like. And not just goal setting, the whole of my business. No more lip service to God as my business partner. I've heard that phrase for so many years, never really sensing that it revealed what was truly happening behind the curtain. Do we who've said that really spend time praying, listening, hearing God speak that this is the way to go and the goal to pursue? This is the way to do business His way? What does that look like? How is Jesus revealed to others as we walk and work in a worldly business system that is not God-centered? As I've wrestled with these questions over the past several weeks, three truths will affect my goals and my business for the coming new year. Number one, who is first? Who is God to me? Is He Lord? Throughout Scripture, he reminds us that he is a jealous God, jealous for us. He wants what is best for us and to see us living and working just as he perfectly designed us. When Jesus tells us, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, the success, beauty, provision, even treasures in heaven mentioned previously in Matthew chapter 6, they will be given to you as well. He is prescribing an order of life and business, a way that elevates him from partner to the one in charge of all of it, everything. He is the first who of it all. Also, who am I? My identity in Christ is God's roadmap for my kingdom impact. We talk a lot about gifting, But our who is so much more than our sweet spots. As I've meditated on who God is and how He created me, I've revisited memories from childhood where my identity was affirmed, and I see the patterns, how working in my identity as wordsmith exhorter brought challenges and success and blessings, sometimes financial and sometimes other ways. And when I strayed from who I am or faked it, difficulties and frustration and hindrance was the result. 
And besides who God is and who I am, who has God created me to serve? You know who it isn't? (laughs) Me. (laughs) For all the me generation hype, serving myself is an endless exercise in futility. I'm never satisfied. But when I lose my life, as Jesus put it, I gain it. All those things, success, satisfaction, impact, more, they come to me when I serve. So one is who is first. Number two, prayer is paramount. I confess that prayer warrior is not who I am. I am not, or at least I haven't been up to this point in my life, the woman God has awoken in the night to wrestle with him in prayer, to contend in the heavenlies and on my knees for God's work in the world. But I am commanded to pray. Paul took it even further to say, pray without ceasing. Jesus told his disciples to ask, seek, and knock. And that part of praying, most of us have down. I think, though, that better questions of him might yield better answers. What do you want me to do? Will it work, Lord? How do you want it done? These might be more effective than bless this Lord or help me be successful in this thing that I've already planned. Besides the asking, seeking, and knocking, I think we also forget about the listening part. How does God speak? I hear Him in my heart and mind. I often dismiss Him as my own voice, especially when His answer is not what I want to hear, or He asks me to do something outside my comfort. Or how about follow-up questions? Father, I'm hearing this recurring thought about what you want to do in the coming year. How shall I do it? What is the first step of obedience you require? It's amazing how often when I sit still and wait, he answers. I'll have a step come to mind or a person to contact or an outline or a picture or a scripture that confirms what he's just said. When I don't take the time to pray and listen, I'm usually operating in my own strength and I fail. Number three. Well, number one is who is first. Number two, prayer is paramount. And number three, community is required. Jesus chose to operate in community. It is in community that our identities function to the glory of God. How can I be a wordsmith exhorter without people to encourage or teach or write for? How can you do you outside of community? Whether you are a saleswoman prophet or a recruiting leader or an administrator, a servant teacher or merciful warrior, God has designed us to function together and to grow together. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another, says Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. Jesus said, again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Matthew chapter 18, verses 19 and 20. And Solomon wrote, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 and 10. In community, we have each other to glean and learn from. In community, we have accountability. In community, we have agreement for our God-assigned goals, His presence with us, and support for one another as we reap a good return for our labor. 
these three truths, who is first, prayer is paramount, and community is required, that God's been speaking to me have also taken me to Ephesians three fourteen through 21. We know the immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine part. Listen to the rest of it. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Notice the phrase, according to his power that is at work within us. One goal I believe God has given me for the new year is to lead a mastermind experience for women who want to see God do incredible things in their lives and businesses. The name of our mastermind is His Power at Work. And I want to begin in the next few weeks. This accountability mastermind experience looks at ways we can live out the life of Christ as we launch, work, succeed in our businesses. It will be God-aligned and centered, prayer-powered, and in community. His Power at Work Mastermind will begin with a free 70-minute introductory session looking at Christ's power at work in our businesses and setting goals for the next 90 days, six months, and a year or more in the future. We'll create gritty, G-R-I-T-T-E, goals that will take you to the next level as God leads. About two weeks before our session, you'll receive a guide that outlines scripture, gives you questions to ponder and pray over, and exercises to complete with the aim of hearing from God what His agenda is for your life and business as you set your goals. When we meet together online, we'll spend 20 to 30 minutes sharing insights and challenges from the scriptures, 30 to 40 minutes tapping, talking, and praying, tapping out the application, and the last 10 minutes identifying next steps. If you choose to continue with His Power at Work, the next six sessions will look at client acquisitions, lead generation, branding, building your platform, God's view of time, income, and so on. For the next 90 days, expect to see your business transformed into one with a deeper understanding of the love and mission of Christ Jesus in your business with more impact, more peace, and yes, I believe, more income. Will you join me in this experience? For more details and to sign up for the free session, go to talkandpray.us slash mastermind. I cannot wait to get started and to see how we spur one another on and how God deepens our understanding of Him and each other. I can't wait to see His power at work. 
That's talkandpray.us slash mastermind. The deadline to register for this round of His Power at Work is December 15th. After that, you can be added to a waiting list for the next round, the dates of which will be determined by interest. Father, well, my dear Heavenly Father, I've launched it in obedience to you. I heard your voice, and I believe you are doing something unique and wonderful in this project. I don't know exactly what you have planned, but I know it will be good. As I pray, I ask, will this work? How will it? I'm trusting your providence, your provision, your promises that you who have begun a work will finish it. I ask you to speak clearly to the women who will be a part of his power at work and that everything they receive through this mastermind will benefit them spiritually, physically, and financially. You've taken me to new things this year, new understandings, and a closer walk with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for every success, every failure, every reminder that you are first. I have set you always before me, and with you at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Give me more of you in the coming year. And give these wonderful listeners and ladies more of you in the coming year. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. To learn more about the podcast and to get today's transcript, notes, and other content, go to talkandpray.us slash podcast. Join me every Tuesday for more Talk and Pray. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave a positive review if you'd like to hear more content like this. This Talk and Pray podcast is sponsored by Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching. Music is In the Field by Audionautics.com. Look for Talk and Pray on Facebook and Instagram.